celebrating our music heritage right here on the Friday Wind Down.
A Friday wind down guest, we are taking it back to the blues. And Mtunzi Mvubu is um, our musician that we are going to be hanging out with uh, for the next hour. Mtunzi, good morning to you. Good morning, Sissy. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you in studio. Thank you so much for taking the time out to come here and tell us a little bit more about your story. Thank you, thank you. Oh, well, my, my story starts, I don't know where you want it from the beginning. It starts in uh, 99, yeah. um, with my mother taking me to the music school, um, Prachoni, Mekwa's music school, the music academy of, of Gauteng in, in Davidson. And uh, yeah, grew up and uh, played with a lot of people and a lot of uh, sidemen. Uh, projects and uh, which led to this year uh, in uh, releasing my my debut album ah. the first gospel and, and 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 we're listening to the song zigzag right now tell us a bit more about it well zigzag is a dedication to my late late mother who was a traditional healer then she later abandoned that for her own reasons then dedicated her life her life to the church but then in the later years then her living uh, the, her practice um kind of affected her yeah so the song is dedicated to that journey yeah, I, I yeah. guess it, it, it's a journey of, of ups and downs, right? Yes, and yes. and having to make different decisions about one's life. Yes, a, and these are very also personal decisions that that one is reflecting on. Yes, hence you hence you hear the song, it, it travels in a a, a lot of different ways. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How did you become a, a saxophonist, and what what drew you to? Jazz in 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 particular. Well, it's it all started with my mother taking me to the music school. She didn't want anyone just sitting at home after mm. school. Mm. Yeah, she dragged me. Had had you had you expressed an interest in music by then, or was it just something that she did out of her own initiative? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. She bought a keyboard for my elder 
late brother as well mm. to for him to learn it to play at church and he was like nah this is not for me the streets are calling <laughs> so automatically it fell on to me to mm. learn the keyboard mm. so uh, i would um, it had some pre-recorded songs there so i would press it and pretend like i'm i'm playing until she and until someone said no but you're not playing you're pretending to be playing <laughs> then she was like no ways i'm taking you to the music school mm-hmm. yeah that's how it began i got to the music school there was a big band rehearsing there with uh, the late Prajoni and I got hooked just like that. I'm sure you must have been hooked even before then because the fact that you would sit in front of that keyboard, oh, you know, play, you. hitting I the keys in and of itself, you know, your mom was probably sitting there thinking, oh, okay, this one, yeah, maybe I may not have succeeded with number one, but yes. Okara number two might be my, my place of success, hey? No, 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 I hear you. I never mm. thought about it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's of course, quite a journey to move from being a, at a school where you're, where you're taught about music to, to finding your own uh, footing in music, to finding your own expression as, as, as an artist. Yeah, I think also the, the thought of this is all I want to do. This mm. is all I have. So I had to make it work. And and because, um, and also, you know, the teachings from uh, Prajoni, seeing how, how his life was, you know, succeeding because of this uh, music thing. And, you know, that, yeah, that's how I got inspired to stick to it and be serious. So you're at the academy now. What is the first instrument that you have to start learning learning how to play for real this time? You know, no, no songs that are pre-recorded, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but for real this time. No, it was the piano. It was the mm. piano, but it was short-lived. I um, I practiced the piano for like four years until I picked uh, up. Four, four years is short-lived. Yeah, yeah kind <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh. Yeah, compared to you know my other uh, mates. Who, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and you transition from the piano to what? To the saxophone. Mm. Nakona, it um, it was by accident because there was this guy at the school, Joseph. He used to play the scales fast. He, he was like a first sight reader, like. Well, first right sight reader meaning you give him the chart a music mm-hmm. shit then he reads it mm-hmm. same time so he was mm-hmm. like the man at the school like hey have you have you heard joseph mm-hmm. have you heard joseph so you know in my mind i was like nah i can do that as well then came the day i got handed the saxophone i found out it's not that easy mm-hmm. yeah but uh, i stuck with it ever since so y- what drew you to the saxophone was the idea that, no, man, I'm sure this guy, I can be better it than him. It can't be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually because of competitiveness, a competitive yes. streak that you have. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was sh- supposed to be a short stint just to say, ah, anyone can do it. I can do also it. do it. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. But yeah, it wasn't that easy. I found out, yeah. So, yeah, that's how I stuck with it. Did you have to go to Joseph and eat humble pie? <laughs> and, well, and, I never... And, and, and ask him, Joseph, you know, um, <laughs> just show me. So, <laughs> how, how do you... How do we do this exactly? No, no, because he was the... He was the goal behind me, getting <laughs> behind the saxophone. I went to someone else. They showed me the first scale, the second <laughs> scale, the third scale. Hey, you were suffering behind When I the went for the fourth scale, they were like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not. Mm. Oh, you know, find your own way. So that's <laughs> that's where the piano came in handy uh, in, uh. in transferring the information, the scales from the piano to the saxophone. Does, does Joseph know that you were technically his idol? No, be- I don't think be- he because, knows. Be- because you, you were working to... To be like him. In fact, you're working to be better than him. <laughs> Have you ever told him that? No, I haven't. I, I, I haven't. Where is Joseph today? He's in Davidson. Mm-hmm. Did, did you and him ever establish a relationship? 
Or you just kept it like professional? Uh, nah, well, he was... Because already he was my elder at the... Sort of, in the music school. Mm-hmm. So when he, when he left the school, automatically I... You were ready I to take over as yeah, the new Joseph. I, I got his chair. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it, it happened. <laughs> so are you quite competitive? Generally, no, and you're like, no, ah, you can't say that. No, 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 no. That doesn't sound like it's the case. Because whenever I, I speak about this story, mm. I can't think of any other moment mm. I, I was like this. I mm-hmm. think maybe it was uh, yeah, youth, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, in a way. That, of course, has taken you on, um, on a path that's less traveled. Um, like you said, playing the saxophone is not easy. Lots of people run away from it. What have you discovered on that journey? Ooh, saxophone journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm not sure. Uh, there are a lot of people better than you somewhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what keeps one grounded and wanting to do better because uh, yeah it's not like you practice the instrument five years and you're done mm. yeah. it's a continuous journey always needs one to be you know humble but also you know acknowledge your achievements along the way mm-hmm. how long have you playing have you been playing the saxophone now mm. 2004, how long is Yo, that? that's almost 20 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yes, two yes. years shy of 20 years, so 18 years. 18 years, yeah, Of playing yeah. the saxophone. Yes. And how old were you when you first started playing? 14. Wow, that's 14. incredible, hey? Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. Thank you. How much discipline would you say it takes to, to play an instrument um, like that? At the level, of course, that that you play it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of dedication. But the first one, it it's um, it, it's love. Love has to be there first, mm. and the rest will be easy. It won't be. It won't feel like hard work. Yeah, w- yeah. What did your mom say when you turned what was supposed to be an after-school activity into your main obsession and basically your main gig yeah well she was disappointed at first that i never <laughs> made it to church she was disappointed to, uh, not to, i never made it to church because that, that that was the call that's why she bought the keyboard oh no also it was we see so there's no pants <laughs> It's hard to to introduce anything different. Yeah, yeah. so I think that yeah. that is the added, the challenge. But yeah, no, she was proud. She came in one of my gigs. I think around two thousand and six. Mm. She sat in front and she was like crying. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Any musical yeah. background in your family? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. So it 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 started effectively with your generation. Yeah, you could say that, yeah. I wonder if yeah. your mom had a hunch. I mean, she, she must have known. Um, it, it must have come from somewhere that that she went in and bought that keyboard. Hey, do, do you think about that? Mm. Yeah, that should have been great to ask her now. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. We're in conversation with Mtunzi Mvobo. He is our Friday wind-down guest, uh, somebody who is dedicated as you've heard him say to the saxophone has started his music career at the music academy of Gauteng at the age of 14. You've spoken a lot about you know Dr. John, Johnny and you just mentioned him and, and how the first time you went to the academy you found him playing there. What kind of relationship did you have with him? He was my father. He was a father figure. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I never had one. So uh, a lot of the things I like now, uh, it was through him, you know, and the way I conduct myself in different situations, it was through him. So he was a father figure. So in many ways, I guess he also helped 
mentor you as yes. as as a musician what what do you remember about those early days oh man he would take us everywhere i mean he took us all over europe at a very young age i think grade 11 sure yeah yeah took us all over europe to uh, raising funds for the for the school mm-hmm. the the new school that you you see now mm-hmm. yeah also i learned a lot of lessons um, he would fetch me at school well wha- one lesson that still st- uh, stands with me today is because um, he would fetch me at school right when we had a, a gig and um someone would come and say hey you needed at the office so this one day there was nothing 12 o'clock came one o'clock no one was coming to fetch me mm. so i i, I called him on my cell cell phone it's like hey, Prachon, what's, what's going on he's like hey man you have to learn to fight your own wars man <laughs> at some point mm. yeah 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 so How f- old find your you? own way yo high school i can't remember Seventeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere. But it shows the extent to which he had played this fatherly, fatherly role I- in your life, and that you you had also developed this interdependence, and you you knew he was somebody you could rely on. Yes, yes, very much so. What did that do for you as a young person? Um, I think it helped. It helped me a lot to be serious about what I'm doing. Mm. Um, to a point to that led me to work with uh, a lot of people like uh, you know the village pope, you know Baptizula, um, the late Bravi Tantoni, Pramakoy Mkhubata. You know, I, yeah, I think what it instilled in in me and my other peers, you know, helped me to work with all these you know, legends, you know. Who, Ubab Abdullah Ibrahim, you know, his work ethic, you know, as I said, how to conduct you yourself in a professional setting. Mm. Yeah. A- as a young person surrounded by all of these greats who have their own careers going, who are, are known and adored, have fans, w- what does it do in terms of helping you carve your own image and expectation for what the future can and and should be i i think i think that relies on on you on mm. on, on the person because it's mainly when you when you're called you it's it's a it's a sideman thing you're helping this person push you know his world so so uh, it's up to you to to the person what you take from that experience mm. and, and what you what you learn. Otherwise you can just stay in that role for a long time. Yeah, so it depends on, on the person. You, it also means that when you are making music of your own, you now have, I don't know if it's, if it's pressure, but you're aware of the fact that, hey, when I'm done with this, so many people must approve <laughs> <laughs> of what I'm doing. And, and so many people, I, I need to get the, the affirmation of, of so many people. I, I would imagine that that is something that's also somewhere in the back of your mind. No, you're right. Actually, I think that's one of the reasons um, that made me take so long to record my debut album because mm-hmm. you play with so so many people and you love how they write music and you're constantly asking yourself can i ever write like that yeah. you work with the next person you're like ooh, i'd love to write like that so you end up um, like sort of like criticizing yourself a lot mm, yeah mm. but thank god eventually i came to a place of being comfortable with how i write you know how I express myself, w- and also it's not the only reason. You know, I I took so long to record my own album is because um, I I the side main role I I really dig it. You know, I take it as an as an actor. Mm. You know, playing different roles. 
you know when you recalled with a certain person it gives you the the music sort of find try find your way to best express you know mm. how he wrote the music mm. or her him or her and uh, sort of try get in he his or her head of what they were hearing mm. you know, so yeah that's a role i love as well a side man what what would you say has been um some of your your key discoveries on on this journey what have you learned about yourself what have you learned about music Oh, we, we learn every time you get on stage. Mm. Every time it's a different experience. And I think that's what we, we strive for, for that moment, uh, improvisation moment on stage. Because um, the, the songs are just a runway. You know. They're just a, a, a geography of, of where you are, a mm. runway. Then improvisation is is the takeoff, but you don't know you know the destination, so it's it's different every time. And I I want to have an opportunity of playing more of your music. We're talking to Mtunzi Mvobo, who is our Friday wind down guest. So Mtunzi, the next song that I want us to play is the first gospel. Tell us a bit more about the song. Well, the first gospel is uh, one of the very first uh, songs I ever composed and um, I took the literal meaning of the first gospel not uh, the church uh, which is truth of, of how music makes one feel because uh, most of the time we, we tend to box music into a certain concept which I find takes away from the listener experience because you've already told them what the song is about and they try so hard to live in that concept in their mm -hmm. heads mm -hmm. so yeah it's the truth the listener is the listener's story is the truth how you wha how it makes you feel mm -hmm. yeah it's an individual truth yes left yeah. to individuals to feel and to interpret for themselves yes, yes. all right this is the gospel by Ntunzi
Ntunzi Mvumbu, Mvubu rather is our guest for the Friday wind down and he is a saxophonist as you can hear a, a, a globally acclaimed saxophonist I must say you've had the opportunity Mtunzi of working with so many greats in this country and that can often be underrated because you're so young um, and I imagine that a lot of times you've been the, the youngest person in the room yeah. from about 14 yeah, yeah, yeah. and Almost all the time. O- only now maybe are you starting to be yeah. not the, the youngest the person. Elder. In the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're from Davidton and you know, I'm thinking probably a weekend Davidton you know, like um, you've got like I'm a piano all sorts of other genres of music playing. Mm. And here this young guy walking around with a saxophone. What 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 did people have to say to that? Man, I, I think also I've I've always been an indoors person. Mm. But yeah, another thing at the time there were like a lot of gangs in um in, in Davidson so you had to belong to one. Mm. I yeah, I tried and yeah, it, it was just not me so also uh, the music school helped in that way yeah that i would spend my time mm. yeah was it was there was there a lot of pressure as a young person to to be part of the gangs yeah because you have, you have to have some have some protection in like, some sort of way mm. you know? like when when someone comes to you and does something who you gonna <coughs> you know who do you say associate with mm. that's gonna you know yeah like revenge protection that sort of thing so so yeah y- you look like a very laid back guy mm. and I- i'm just thinking about how you approach your entire career right um when you think about the fact that this is something that you're doing that you love but also something that at the end of the day has to make money has to help you pay the bills uh you 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 strike me as somebody who doesn't get lost in in the frills and the bells and and the whistles and and the lights and camera that come with this kind of profession what's the question again so 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 i'm asking you um how you you translate that your personality how that translates in 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 your career mm. um, yeah I, I i i think it's been a plus uh, i think mm. it contributed in uh, a lot of people having me in their spaces uh, people who, who don't like having intimidating characters mm. around them i think yeah that's the one of the ways it yeah it contributed yeah 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 you know i want to try and describe it to um our listeners but mtunzi is so laid back he's he's so he's so chilled there's no other way of 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 describing his demeanor he's incredibly chilled and again i i imagine that that would have an impact even in terms of how he chooses to brand um, himself out there with with the rest of of the public that of course uh, get to listen and enjoy his music let me go to tembelihle in kabeha good morning good morning Kate. how are you i'm all right how are you um i'm all right look i'll be honest enough to you the gentleman you brought today there's a friend of mine she passed away she used to work for Grahamstown festival and she once mentioned about this guy, but I didn't pay much attention. But when you brought him today, uh, I just decided to stop everything and pay attention to him. And then um, his music is so is so is so connecting. It's like after this song, it's like I know him, even though I didn't I didn't know him at first. And then I, I would like to 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 pose a question to him because this friend of mine that I'm talking about, who she's no longer alive. We're having a debate about um, this kind of music that this guy is doing. Like, it seems not to appear a lot to young people. And then one of the the, the arguments we had was the fact that there are no such artists that do it, you know? 
But uh, now, I don't know, maybe should I say that's a stereotype or what, but um, if a young person like that one can do this music and then you just connect with him and then, like the way you articulated the, the title of the song, that it just didn't go to the, to the common gospel. So, like basically, what could be his worldview about type of music appearing to 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 young people i'm young people myself so <laughs> where, <laughs> where, <laughs> how young is young you're young below 40 below 40 <laughs> i mean <laughs> below 40 okay. but him the, the way he does music mm. like basically to the rest of the young people when can they be introduced to, to this music and then artists like him, where do they hide? Why, why do I have to, to find this mm. interview in order to hear him? Where, where do they hide to hear his music? For that matter, I'll, I'll make it a mission now to, just to go and search on him and his show and stuff like that. All right. T- Tembelik, I'm going to ask you to keep holding. He'll answer your question. You can go for it, um, Tunzi. Thank you so much, Puti. Uh, I, I think this music should be intro- introduced as early as primary school in um for one of the reasons is that even if you know from high from primary until you know grade 12 even if a person doesn't become a musician but a musician but whatever ro- role they 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 take or career uh, for instance if they end up in the, in the government uh, at least they know about the arts and so it, it would help a lot with the arts you know we would, we would have uh, more assistance mm. you know if yes. yeah, yeah but where do you guys hide why, why to because had, had i not have this friend who used to work for festival i don't think i would have heard about you even at the first place like i'm saying to you I admit it's my fault not to go and look out on you now up until when Kept mention about you having, and then I didn't really pay much attention until I could hear you being interviewed and actuating yourself. So where do you guys hide? Oh man, that's a hard one. I, I think um, what is it today? It's, it's a Friday. Yes, oh, thank you, Sis Kathy. Yeah, for playing <laughs> jazz on a Friday. <laughs> I, I think one of the things that jazz uh, is the notion that jazz is for Sundays. I think that's one of the. Mm. Um, challenges that you don't uh, get to hear a lot of jazz musicians. Do, do we have an underground jazz scene in the country? I'm not sure about underground, but there is there is a, a scene. There is a scene, a, a big scene, mm. and an internationally recognized uh, scene. Yeah. Yeah. M- yeah. Maybe I think it's about just being able to. Um, to 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 know where it is that most of these artists perform, uh, and where one would actually find them, would that is that uh, what needs to happen? Yeah, I I think now the best thing is to find out these things is to find you the the artists that you like, and just follow them on. On their yeah, but for somebody, for, for somebody like Tembeleke who's saying, yeah. I, I, if I don't even know you uh, as an artist, how am I going to find you? You know. Yeah, it's a that's a challenge. That's mm. a, that's a that's a real challenge to us. Uh, that's why I'm saying thank you, Sis Katie, for having a show like this on Friday. Mm. Uh, I know. I wish we would have more so that a lot of people who who are not on social media can, you know, mm-hmm. be able to follow jazz artists. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Would I think that's the challenge, you know, for people like yourselves, that, you know, you have to do more in terms of mainstreaming artists like uh, Umtunzi and others and the work that, that they're doing because um, there definitely is is an appetite for the music. I'm going to take a quick break. Buonagel and Kylie shall come back with you and then we'll get ready to wrap up the conversation with Mtunzi Mvubu. The Friday Wind Down. Kick off your weekend the right way. Kathy Motlatana on SAFM. 
our guest today, Mtunzi Mvubu, uh, and he is a jazz artist, a saxophonist, as you would have heard in the program already, really beautiful music um, that Mtunzi composes, records, and he's also worked with so many of the country's legends and greats. And I, I think he's probably a legend in the making as well, only because of his age, you know, because <laughs> le- when we call you a legend, you have to Eish. have seen several decades Eish, of, yeah, of life. Yeah. So I'm sure w- when he crosses over um, <laughs> to to a certain age, we'll be able to say he, he's a legend as well. Bonakele, you're in Kailicha. Good morning. Mm. Hi, Bonakele. Mm. Hello, Kathy. Yes. Hi, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes. Can you hear me, Kathy? Bonakele, I can ah. hear you loud and clear. Go for it. Loud and clear. You see, I'm worried because I've been holding for too long. The thing is this, because I'm driving and I was so worried, probably this thing is going to cut me off because I'm, I'm driving, I'm on the road. And I was saying to a producer, you know, what a good music that I'm listening uh, to that young man. And by the way, the reason I was calling, I wanted to ask him from which area does he come from in Davidson? Because I used to be in Davidson in the early 80s. I used to stay in Hurute. I used to stay in uh, Moki Street and in um, Similane as well. So I know Davidson very, very well. During the time uh, the late um, Tatutomboya was still a mayor then, you understand. So it was and the very good music, it's the music that one can listen to it in Sunday afternoon, so to speak. <laughs> so, and if, if I may ask him, if he's not shy. <laughs> ah, Bonakele. His just... music is not shy. No, 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 no. Ask the question again, Bonakele. He sounds to be a shy guy, but his music is not shy. <laughs> 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 I think you will definitely agree with me when I say he's a shy guy, but his music is not shy. He <laughs> plays good music. And who actually inspired him to play jazz? And the last question I was going to ask him. How old is he? Wow, what a good music. I'm driving and it's raining now, and I'm listening to this music. I say, wow, and, and yet this guy comes from Taviton. <laughs> That's an area where I came from when I, I came to Tolbeck. When I came, by the way, Wanakele, uh, bon, such yeah. a lovely call. Please drive but, safely, um, and, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to get him to, to answer your questions. How old are you? you. Wayne Davidson, are you from? And um, you sound like a shy guy, but your music isn't shy. My age, you're reminding me of my age now. I'm, I'm, I'm 37 years old. And uh, a monk. Yeah, the famous monk, yes, Davidson. Um, between my shop. And are you and shy? Yeah, I, I, I take a while to warm up. Yeah. But it's just the music <laughs> speaks for me in a way. It's a spirit doesn't have words. <laughs> <Yeah>. You don't <laughs> need words. Um, I think the music speaks for you just fine. Cool. Okay, so th- that, that explains um, what I was trying to tell the listeners earlier, that you're such a chilled guy. So, it's not, you, so you, you're chilled because you're shy. Hey? Uh, hey, I'm not sure. Introvert, I'm not sure about shy. Uh, yeah. Are you yeah. an introvert? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. You yeah. like to keep to yourself. Y- yeah, but it doesn't work with uh, an album being out. That's why now I'm You have to come to here uh, yeah, yeah, come and, and talk to us people. And yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. why? <laughs> I'm not you going. Just have to do it. I don't want to see people. Just they just must <laughs> just listen to the music. <laughs> Let me go to Wesley in Mpangeni. Wesley, good morning. Good morning, Kathy. How are you doing? I'm um, well, thank you, Wesley. Great. Um, I like it when you said um, um, to one of the callers, "How old are you? How young is young? Okay, or young uh, in the form of a youth league kind of young?" And I was like, "Kathy, you suck." Anyway, um, uh, the question I want to ask uh, to Mtunzi is, uh, um, 
I see that, uh, I hear that uh, he says uh, he started when he was very young and he would travel with uh, Johnny. And uh, and I'm, I'm hearing the fact that uh, this is his first album. And I'm wondering at the top of my head uh, why has it taken him this long to release his own album given the, the experience that he brings with. And uh, also on the whole, um, jazz being associated with Sunday and uh, kind of... Uh, um, under the shadows, uh, so to speak. Um, has Mtunzi considered uh, being um, on social media and being out there? Because in this day and age, I would imagine that uh, the internet is here to stay and social media is for uh, is there to serve for such uh, purposes to make uh, one's craft be known out there and be out there for people to get to know about who he is. And I myself, like one of the previous callers, um, uh, I'm a jazz head and I love jazz. I've heard uh, of the name Tunzi, but uh, I never did much about it. But I'm listening to his music, uh, that song Zigzag and how he explained uh, the inspiration and all of that. I'm like, wow, mm. there's, there's something in here for me. And um, so as a jazz head myself and a budding radio presenter that does jazz and all of that, I would like to hear him respond to the question, why is it taking him this long? I mean, why are they not, uh, not? Because it's not just him. And I get the fact that uh, um, artists, by virtue of being artists, and not necessarily people who um, are, are, are good or who would be just as good as they are in their craft to articulate themselves and express themselves like uh, how you and I Kathy, would do. Mm. But then at the same time, the platform is there for them to get themselves known because the craft in itself may be good, but if the management of the craft to, get, to put it out to the people, then it may just uh, go unnoticed and uh, it's quite sad that but I'm listening to his craft and I hear um, something similar to that of Tandin Dooley and I'm hearing a, a bit of a piano there and I had to ask who plays the piano in, in, in the music because it's something right. that, we- that, that resonates with me quite a bit. Wesley, I'm going to have to stop you there, uh, also because we, we've run out of time. So very quickly for me, Tunes, if you can respond to Wesley. Thank you, Buti. Uh, the, the piano player is uh, Africa Mkize. He's also the producer of the album. Yeah, why I took so long is because uh, I was spoiled by having uh, having the opportunity to work with a lot of people. Like, yeah, almost e- every week I, w- I would have a different pl- person that I would work with. And I used to enjoy that role uh, as a sideman. Um, yeah, also the confidence in the compositions, that's, that's one of the reasons why it took so long. Mm. But yeah, no, finally, yeah, it's here. Mtunzi, let me thank you so much for coming onto the show and agreeing to be our Friday wind down guest, Mtunzi Mvubu. That's where we leave it for this morning on the Talking Point. Up next, uh, the update at noon. Uh, because today is a special day. Nasrik is underway. So I know it's a public holiday, but uh, you can expect more coverage of what's folding out, of what's unfolding rather, out of the uh, ANC conference. On that note, have a lovely weekend. Let me hand you over to my colleagues, Sakina and Aldrin.